I guess so. I think you know, anytime you have to go to the stands, it's uh, you know, not something I'm personally happy with. And you know, I told myself I uh, never wanted to be, be back up there again, and I was tonight. And you know, to watch the game, and uh, you know, you can't do anything about it. It's not a feeling you want back, and uh, hopefully, I learn from it. I guess the answer to the question, is this Tyler Sagan situation a big deal or not, is basically up to Tyler Sagan now, isn't it? Based on how he responds yes. and reacts to his benching the except, other night? Except, you know, other than what we're saying and, you know, the public humiliation, hasn't he been through it many times before? Well, ma- why, more why than is, a few times. Why is this so different? There's not even a big deal about it today in the papers. It's not that big a well, deal. Well, the difference is it's public now. That's that. That is the difference. Okay, if he was that's... benched before for disciplinary reasons, we just thought it was Claude didn't think he was ready. Joining us on the AT&T hotline, get it faster with 4G AT&T, rethink possible, our good friend Barry Peterson. Good morning, Barry. How you been? How you do? How you guys doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Is that a pretty good assessment? This is a big deal. Um, only if Tyler Sagan allows it to be a big deal going forward. Yeah, I think it would have been, but I think he seems to have handled it again as he continues his maturity. Uh, I think from the hockey community standpoint, it is no big deal because I think one of the things that uh, for me to come back and get involved in the game a little bit, one of the things that I missed was being around the hockey community. And I know uh, Jerry, you've been around for a long time. The guys are pretty level-headed. They got their feet on the ground. They're very charitable guys. They're humble guys. And I think one of the things that they do very, very well as a group is police themselves. Mm. And uh, you know, I think of myself when I came in. There was many a teammate, a coach, or a casual general manager, or even uh, you know, retired hockey player that took me aside at various times and said, "Hey, uh, you may want to think about something a little bit differently, or do this a little bit differently." And you know what? They were right. And I was a young kid growing up, and I was very grateful and thankful that they did that. Yeah, but they, apparently they didn't do that in this case, Barry. I'm sure they've done it in the past for Sagan, but they let him suffer the consequences from the coach, and they let him get publicly embarrassed in this case. Do you think that maybe the veterans just got tired of, of doing what the veteran did for you? Well, and- I, don't know. well I don't know, Jerry. I don't maybe agree with your statement. I don't, we don't know if what uh, teammates or ex-teammates or what other players or coaches or GM have said to them. We don't know. It sounds like, according to the coach, it's been a couple of occasions, so he wanted to uh, – kind of end it and uh, kind of send a message not only to Tyler but to the rest of the team that, hey, you know, we all play by the same rules. Claude's got a pretty disciplined system, obviously, where it, uh, a, a, you know, the team defense game really you have to be accountable and responsible. And, and that, I think, uh, is something that he's trying to show the guys. And also, I think, you know, a lot of people aren't giving Claude enough credit here for what he's done with this organization over the, you know, the years. And he has a pretty good pulse on his team, and, you know, they're on a pretty good roll. So, you know, he may be looking for something to kind of say, hey, let me grab hold of this team again mm. and make sure we keep heading in the right direction. Hey, everybody assumes that at some point, if, if there were indeed uh, multiple prior offenses that he's been talked to, maybe fine, maybe bench, we don't know. Uh, it's not been out there. This is the only pub, uh, time it's gone public. But we can assume that the captains and, and the leaders in that, in that, in that locker room uh, have spoken to him. What, what is the interpersonal dynamic going forward after a situation like this, Barry? Does he get the cold, beside being talked to by the captains or the leaders, does he get the cold shoulder at the, at the morning skate around? Do they kind of find themselves standoffish on the plane ride from you know, Winnipeg back to wherever they're going? No, I think it's a totally opposite of that. I think it's kind of think of it as a family. And I, again, I kind of chuckle. I think, uh, Jerry, your kids are probably a little bit too young. But, John, I think yours are – your kids are in college, yep. John? Yeah, no, they're out of college, actually. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, could just think of it. i got a 19-year-old son right now. God love him. And a good kid. But, you know, he comes home from college that first year or two, and you got to got your own house rules. Yeah. And you, but, but, you know, I've been living on my own. 
And it's like, you know, that discussion you had maybe once or multiple times? Sure. That's what it kind of reminds me of. And I think you think of the Bruins and you think of any team, like uh, especially in hockey, like a family. And it's like, hey, listen, you made a mistake. You owned up to it. You're not sulking. Let's go. We got a team. We got a game to win here tonight, and it's just part of the growing process. Do you think part of the growing process and part of his punishment is a a reasonable person could look at that game the other night and say Tyler Sagan might have been the difference in that? He's got to deal with that, does he not? Oh, absolutely. And I think Brick, as he always does, I thought he stated very well, which is part of this process is that you, as an individual, have to realize that hey, listen, it's not only me. I'm a part of a team here, and and maybe if I had played. Maybe it's a little bit of a difference maker, so I kind of feel like I let the guys down a bit. Mm. And as long as it seems to, you know, from all accounts, it seems that's the way he feels, that's the other important lesson. And again, that's part of the growing up and maturity factor. And, you know, you think about his first year, it was not only, uh, you know, coming in here as the high number one pick and, uh, being brought along slowly, but you think about the Stanley Cup run that he had right. and what he went through. So I think it's just. It's a little reminder, and it's part of the growing up. Do you? What do you think happened? Do you think that he just overslept? I think that seems to be all accounts here. I wasn't there, so I, I, I really don't know. But I, I just think it seems to me to be more of a, a message from the coach, from the father in this way. Is, is this, you know, John or I were talking to our kids. It's like, listen, I've let this go far enough. No more. But I also think, again, it's timing in the fact from the coach's standpoint that he's sitting there saying, you know, i got a long trip. These guys have been, this is the third game in four nights. We got in early in the morning. You know what? This may not be a bad time for me to kind of grab the reins here again and keep everybody in line. Hey, Barry, from a hockey standpoint, what did we just see in November from the Bruins? Can you put that month into some kind of hockey context for us? Well, it's a great run. I mean, I, I think we joked about it a little bit on Nesson that uh, they kind of viewed maybe October as preseason, unfortunately, and, and started the regular season uh, in November. To me, the, you know, the scary part is this team now is playing better than they did in the Stanley Cup run they have. Mm, right. I mean, they're deeper, they're healthier, Luch is healthy, and they're top guys. I think with the maturity of Tyler Sagan, he's provided them that uh, sniper they didn't have. They have a power play. Their team defense is every bit as good. Their goaltending is, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that Tim Thomas can repeat anywhere the type of year he had last year. We may never see that in our lifetime again. But, you know, I, I look at it the, you know, the last few games when they go down one or Two nothing. You don't feel like you did last year in the playoffs. Which, oh well, we'll get them next game. The yeah. game's over. Now you feel like they got that offense again. That they're never out of the hockey game. They got a power play. They can, they can kind of change the momentum a bit. They're healthy. My only fear, of course, you always have at this time of the year. You don't want to peak too early, and, and you always worry about injuries. Right. I was going to say, there's nothing fluky about this. No. Last year in the playoff run, there was all kinds of weird, fluky yeah. things happening. A lot of one goal games. In this case, they're just kicking ass. But uh, my question was going to be, Barry, is is what could go wrong? I mean, well, it feels, I, 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 you can't it's, it's you can't keep injuries, this right? up forever, right? Yeah, no, it, it's injuries. It, I mean, this team is deep. They're able to overcome one. But you know, you look at the Philadelphia Flyers, who were off to a pretty good start. You know, they lose Pronger. Well, you know, if somebody loses like a Char or something. Man, that's right. a, that's hard to replace. He's such a great shutdown player, but. The impressive thing with this team and the way they were built, uh, we've talked about all along, is that you know when Chicago won two years ago, they were kind of built for that one cup run, right? And everybody knew if they didn't win, it was going to be broke up and they lost six or seven guys in the summertime. Well, the Bruins were kind of built for the long haul here. Their core guys are young. They're all signed. They're healthy for the most part. Of course, you lose your best offensive player, probably in Mark Savard. But they are really in a situation here along the way of being built for the long run they had a great run. They won a cup. 
And so to me, as a Bruins fan, just very excited that this team looks like, to your point, Jerry, you're always trying to find something that goes wrong. These guys look like they're built for the long run. Uh, off topic a little bit, Barry, uh, when you look at the Ovechkin-Boudreaux situation in Washington, uh, have you ever s- seen a situation or been a part of it on a team that you played where the superstar got his nose out of joint because the coach did something in a slightly disciplinarian way and the guy kind of lays down and, and lays down to the point where he gets his coach fired? Well, I think we all see it. Uh, I'm to think, I don't really know if I was part of it, but I have seen it before uh, at various times. You know, sometimes people look at it as somebody laying down. Other times it's people who are in slumps and maybe they're feeling down about themselves, uh-huh. sulking a little bit. I don't know. But it, when, it's not a big surprise anywhere in sports, right? When the top guns aren't performing, the general manager's sitting there. He's made a lot of changes. They had a terrible ending to last year's season when they thought they were going to go a little bit farther in the uh, playoffs. Of course, they got swept by Tampa Bay. But to me, they, ha- they have the same with Washington. They have the same problem. They're, they're undisciplined. They take bad penalties. Uh, when they get themselves in trouble, instead of surrounding themselves or playing that team game like the Bruins do, they, they go one-on-one. They have one guy trying to go through six players, and it just doesn't work out, and they have to get over that hump. Barry, uh, I don't know if you've read the uh, the New York Times piece on Derek Bugard. It's called A Brain Going Bad. Yeah. Have you seen this yet? No, I, I haven't, but I, I, it's funny you said that I have it sitting right on my desk. Uh, a guy gave it to me, uh, my father-in-law gave it to me this weekend to read, and I'm just it's on my stack. Ma, well, it's, it's, a, it's a long article, but it is, it is a powerful one to be sure. And when you read it, you'll see that the data is showing that blows to the head, whether it's hockey, whether it's uh, football, uh, certainly boxing, even soccer with heading the soccer ball, causes CTE and, and led to the death of, in, in, with a number of other things, Derek Bugard. I'm wondering, do you think there will be a day where the National Hockey League at some point will have the come-to-Jesus moment that the National Football League reluctantly had regarding head injuries and, and, and doing everything they can to protect their, their uh, players in the sense that they have to change the game and maybe eliminate fighting? No, I don't think it'll be... Uh the fighting part, but I could see a lot of other things being taken into effect of looking at some of the equipment. Uh, I think they've started that by, you know, way Brendan Shanahan has been policing the league. I, th- I give him a lot of credit for that through the video, through the educating with the players as they're trying to change this uh, on the fly. No, I don't think they will eliminate fighting. I hope they don't. They may, but uh, to me, it's part of the game. and It's part of the, again, we talked how we started this conversation one of the strengths of the NHL is that they police their own. And I think one of the great things about hockey on the ice is that you police yourself. If there's a problem, if you're Buffalo and you don't like uh, Milan running into your goalie, settle it. Get it done right then. And, and I think that's the way the game's got to be played. But what if it's proved that that particular you know, uh, frontier justice is causing guys to die or causing guys to have dementia or, 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 or loss of memory or anger issues later in their career? Well, I think, obviously, there's a lot of data to look at. It seems to me, and I haven't looked at it maybe as deep as you have, John, but it's a situation with a lot of elements here. It could be uh, some depression stuff. It could be multiple concussions. It also could be, I don't know, if it's alcohol or if oh, it's well, yes. Lots yeah, of, yeah, lots of that. Lots of drugs. Yeah, well, when you start to combine all those things, I have no idea. I'm not a chemist. I have no idea what's going to happen. But it's, to me, it's serious, obviously, and the league has got to look into it, and I think they are. And I, I would probably have to follow a lot to see what football does because they seem to handle these uh, head things a lot better, I think, than most sports. Barry Peterson, always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for carving out some time for us this morning. Okay, guys. Barry Peterson with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T Hotline. Get it faster with 4G. AT&T, rethink possible.